You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. is no credentials required covering sports around the mighty 518 part of the belly up sports podcast network in association with godzilla media here is your host ryan mccarthy good morning sports fans welcome to the morning cup presented by no credentials required this broadcast is brought to you by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Hope everyone out there had a great weekend of watching sports and being with their families. So let's get into Monday morning here on the Morning Cup. Before I continue, though, I just need to remind you about our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. It's NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ, and on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell for when new videos are released. Uh, for po- for podcasts, our home base is Spreaker, but you can also subscribe anywhere you podcast, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. You can also rate the podcast, five stars is optimal. And please leave a review because that way people know we're out there in the vast land of podcasts. And we also and we also may read it on the air. And tonight, today in the Morning Cup, we're going to discuss Kumar Rocker's debut with the Tri-City Valley Cats. I'm going to talk about which legendary athletes would absolutely kill it today on social media. We'll do 10 good minutes with guys to talk about the Albany Empire's loss versus the Carolina Cobras on Saturday night. Then we'll do a little segment. We're going to start on Mondays. It's called Monday Motivation. So let's start off with Kumar Rocker's debut. Uh, Kumar Rocker finally debuted for the Tri-City Valley Cats this past Saturday night at Joe Bruno Stadium versus Trois-Rivières. 
And from every indication I read in the summaries on MajorLeagueBaseball.com, on, on Times Union, the Gazette, Rocker looked dominant at times, but it was also a bit shaky at times, especially towards the end of his first night. But let's talk about the positives. His fastball was reported in the mid to high 90s. He even hit 99 on the on the radar. And his slider fell somewhere between the 85 to 87 mile per hour mark. Rocker is known to have high velocity on his fastball. He's also known to have a really wicked slider. So that's a very good indication of him working very, very hard to get to where he is now. After allowing one hit in the first inning, he retired the side in the second and third innings. Top of the fourth, that's where he ran into a spot of trouble. He allowed a two-run home run to Carlos Martinez, but then the Valley Cats went up scoring three times in the bottom of the inning, and then they never looked back and route to a 10-2 win. So here's the final line for Rocker. He was credited with a no decision, so he didn't get the win, nor did he get the loss. But he pitched four innings, of three hit ball, two earned runs, no walks, but he also threw out six batters. How long will Rocker stay with the club? Well, if you listen to getting there with Gaz on Thursday, we're not sure, but he's draft eligible on July 17th through 19th. There's no doubt some major league baseball team is going to pick him up. But for the four to six weeks, Rocker is with the Valley Cats, scouts and fans We'll want to see what kind of stuff he can throw. So far, it's good stuff. Had a pretty decent outing against Trois-Rivières and a no decision. I'm looking forward to going out and seeing uh, an appearance by Kumar Rocker hopefully very, very soon, as long as he's with the Valley Cats. So let's get to the second segment I just talked about. Which legendary athletes would kill it today on social media? And I'm prefacing this and the fact that Derek Jeter, Hall of Fame shortstop, legendary New York Yankee, last week he finally joined social media. He showed up on Twitter and he showed up on Instagram. That means for everybody who says he's overrated, you can now tweet at him or send him an Instagram saying that he's overrated. But he's going to clap back, I guarantee you that. <laughs> but he doesn't post a whole lot, but some of what he posts are pretty entertaining. He has some interactions with some of his daughters, he... He retweets fan photos at one, from time to time. He also retweets some other stuff. I, I believe he had a retweet from uh, from Reggie Jackson. And he also tweeted a couple days ago that he said, he mentioned the day he became captain of the Yankees back in 2003. George Steinbrenner had called him into his office and Jeter thinking he was in trouble, but he wasn't in trouble. He was named captain of the Yankees. So it turned out pretty well. That That conversation turned out pretty well for him. So this got me thinking, which legendary athletes from our past would absolutely positively kill it today on social media? So I I narrowed it down to four categories, which would be the major four sports that we typically observe as Americans today. Let's start with baseball. Obviously, for baseball, it's going to be Babe Ruth. He'll be such a fun follow between sharing pictures of the crowds outside train stations of cities he visits or giving a shout out to other celebrities like Fatty Arbuckle or Clark Gable for stopping by Yankee Stadium. Now I can envision one of the tweets from the Sultan of Swing, the King of Crash, all his nicknames saying, woke up hungover, ate 10 hot dogs, hit three dingers, just another day at the office. So Babe Ruth would be a very, very entertaining guy on on today's social media, I think. 
For football, Chuck, I, this might shock some of you, but Chuck Bednarik, Chuck Bednarik, who is the last true Iron Man of the NFL. He played offensive line. He also played linebacker. And his social media avatar would be that iconic photo of him standing over Frank Gifford after knocking him out in 1960. <laughs> and the caption of that picture is always, this effing game is over. And I think he would just be very entertaining. He'd chirp at other athletes. He'd, chirp, he'd definitely chirp at Frank Gifford, that's for sure. But also he would post a picture of his post-game beer and a pack of smokes with the tagline, this effing game is over. Now, in basketball, it would definitely be Wilt Chamberlain. His social media handle would, of course, be at Wilt the Stilt. I guarantee he'd post some of the pictures of the ladies he gallivant with because legend is he slept with over 10,000 women during his NBA career, which is, that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot of women. He'd also post pictures on hashtag throwback Thursdays of his days with the Harlem Globetrotters. Every time Kansas would win a basketball game, you know he'd be chirping. And also post-retirement, he'd check in with Hollywood set pictures and also with barbecues with, uh, with Bill Russell. Now in hockey, hockey is what gets kind of interesting, but for me, it's going to be the legendary goaltender, Lorne Gump Worsley. His personal profile would read, my face is my mask. If a fan asks him which teams in the NHL gives him the most troubles, his clapback would be the New York Rangers because he played for 10 seasons, and back then the New York Rangers were pretty terrible. And he also posts about fan interactions he'd have while visiting rinks. According to a lot of his ex-teammates, he would freak out about how he hates flying, how he hates travel, and I don't blame him because back then, in the 50s and 60s, travel wasn't wasn't what it was is today. And if he were on Instagram, every post would have the hashtag win one from the gumper. <laughs> so those are my four athletes who I think would absolutely slay it on social media if there were social media back then. So take a quick ad read for InTheClutch.com, and then we're going to spend 10 good minutes with guys. You're listening to The Morning Cup on No Credentials Required. In The Clutch features the best and officially licensed MLBPA and MLSPA clothing. In The Clutch features teams from every city like New York, Boston, Philadelphia, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, and more. It also features designs for every league, including Major League Baseball, the National Football League, the NBA, and the NHL. Plus, check out exclusive collections as well as vintage wear. Head to intheclutch.com, enter promo code NOCREDS at checkout for 10% off your order. All right, as promised, this is the 10 good minutes. I'm joined by the president, CEO, CFO, and COO of Godzilla Media, Tom Goskoslowski. <laughs> Goz, how are we doing tonight? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. As always, I appreciate the titles. They get longer and longer just because of Ryan McCarthy. I owe you more for your weekly and monthly talent fee. So I appreciate that as always. Ah, Pshaw, it's all it's it's my pleasure. <laughs> so let's talk about this Albany Empire game last night. They uh, on uh, on. Let me talk about this Albany Empire loss on Saturday night to the Carolina Cobras, fifty-eight to fifty. Another tight game for the Empire against the Cobras, but unfortunately, they can't overcome. Um, the Cobras. What what did you see in that game as a color commentator for the Empire? What what were your some of your observations in this game? These are the two best teams in the NAL. I think that's no question after that game, with no disrespect to any other team in the league. These two are head and shoulders, it feels talent-wise, coaching-wise, play calling-wise, above everybody else. 
If someone roars back, I'd love to see who it is. But these are the two best teams. A fantastic game. Truly one of the best games I've ever seen in the almost seven-plus years I've been here in the Capital Region. Fantastic game. What it came down to is there was five plays that went to review. Five plays had gone to review. There was a safety, an intentional grounding, a touchdown. Uh, There's two other plays that have points involved. There was also an extra point. There were inches Inches away, multiple times in this game, for going in Carolina's favor or Albany's favor. And this mm. is not being a biased broadcaster. This is not because the Albany Empire pay me. Like this, is, Take all that out of it. Yeah. Five calls that were reviewed went in favor of Carolina. Now, look, if, if it's five calls are the right calls, I'm not even arguing if they're right or wrong. But if you go look at some of these, I know I got heat from other fan bases for calling it out on the broadcast. But there are some tight ones. The Calvin yeah. fans fumble. I thought his knee was down. The intentional grounding. It looked like he was in the tackle box. The yeah. safety. It looks like he's down at the half yard line. Those are Andrew Santillo, my partner, said he thinks that Roscoe's extra point went in. So these are point-changing plays. And Carolina was better than Albany in that game. Mm-hmm. But if some of those plays go in favor, it's a whole different ball game and a whole different storyline where the scoreboard reads what it did at the end of that game let's take some of those calls out for a moment. And I, I didn't get a chance to talk to him last night. Uh, didn't get a chance to talk to him on Saturday night, but uh, I remember coach Manas walking out of the, uh, out of the interview room after the game. He just goes, that sucked. Uh, take the calls out of the game. Were there a lot of missed opportunities for the empire in this game? We'll we'll start at the back before we go to the front, right? 56-50, less than a minute to go. You've got the ball at home for a chance to win the game, and you get one play. Like, Coach Manas is going to look back and say, that could have been prevented. You Mm -hmm. can look back and say the same thing in the end of the first half. You've got the ball with an opportunity to score, and you give the other team two points, and it could have been six points if the fumble is not recovered in the end zone by Melvin Hollins. So, yeah, Coach Manas can look back and say, we were giving them points. Like, it's hard mm-hmm. enough to beat Carolina to stop them with a really good offense. Bain's a really good quarterback, but that's what Coach Manasa is going to look back and say, that we gave them points. We can never do that again because they're too good of a team to have that happen. So I get what his point is. It's that we were right there, but we gave them those opportunities. Now, loss aside, there were a lot of, I believe, missed opportunities. There's also those plays. But I want to talk about some of the positives out of this game. Who is one guy on the offensive side of the ball, and who is one guy on the defensive side of the ball that impressed you the most? It's over for the MVP of the league for Darius Prince. I don't know what other – what does this guy have to do? Like, I get now <laughs> that he's the offensive specialist, and we compared it on the broadcast, so we did a cross-board comparison to baseball. It seems like he's on a pitch count now that why I had the best player in the league play defense because if he had turned and changed the complete outcome of the league. So put him on offense, let him dominate. So, yeah, he is by far the best offensive player in the league, and I would love to hear an argument for who's better than him because it's not true. It's him. So, Prince did that, and I think you're talking about the, the Empire players who impressed me the most on defense. Hag made some plays that were just, I mean, just blown through blockers, ridiculous, outstanding plays. Dwayne Hollis, I know he's been around for a minute, as he likes to say. That's the best yeah. game I've seen him play for the Empire. Kenny Veal, the expectations were high for him. He was an impact player in that game. Yeah. So those are the three players that stood out for me for defense. Hollis, Veal, Haig, and then Prince on offense. Just so good. 
Yeah, that interception, that pick six by Veal off the Hollis deflection, mind you, uh, I think af- that was af- that was shortly after the, the sack on fourth down for the Empire where Castronova just seemed to hold onto the ball too long, but also Carolina played excellent, co- pretty, pretty good coverage. I would say excellent coverage on that fourth down, basically a pressure sack in that situation. But for Veal to keep the empire in the game with this with the pick six i think if there's no pick six this game's over pretty quickly in the first half they would have scored a, carolina would have scored another touchdown and i think they would i wouldn't say they would run away with it but they would have a significant lead going into the going into the locker room at halftime yeah that's that's very fair to say carolina the whole momentum of the game the play calling would have been different in the second half Dwayne Hollis makes a really good play on that ball you go back and watch the replay it was not a great throw by Bain. Bain did overthrow his receiver. Hollis did deflect it. Veal made the play random. But it's not a great throw by Bain. So even Carolina fans can say, great, give the credit to the Empire. But that's arguably the worst throw Bain had the entire night, too. Uh, the Empire had to sit on this loss for a good five or four or five days. Now they got to travel to San Antonio uh, go, uh, next Saturday night. San Antonio, they haven't had a win yet this year. They came very close last week against Jacksonville, who is who's kind of trying to find their identity offensively. Now they have Arvell Nelson as their quarterback, but for San Antonio against San Antonio, you're, you're gonna the Empire's gonna face a team that is 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 really hungry for a win. Do you see the Empire playing their first really full game this year on Saturday? It's interesting because even in the preseason, this might have been a conversation you and I discussed way back in the preseason of what franchise is under the most pressure in 2022 mm-hmm. and the NAL. And I stood by the reigning defending champions, the Empire. But I got a little pushback, and some people have thought it was San Antonio because it's year one. What can the franchise do? What can the fan base do? Why are they headed there? And look, they've had success in other professional football leagues as a city. San Antonio in this mix at least wins and losses, haven't had that success. So, look, the the league overall wants San Antonio to be better. I don't think that's a secret to anybody. They want a close playoff chase, even though games are uneven when it comes to the total amount of games, so it's going to come down winning percentage of the season. But Mm -hmm. San Antonio, as you just mentioned, was in it. Like, it's hard in any professional sport to flip around in year one and be great and be a contender. It's just hard. So San Antonio, if you're a fan of the Gunslingers, they just got to get better. And you mentioned the Empire playing their first complete game. It's close. Coach Manas thinks it's close. I think the best game they played of the season was against Jacksonville. But mm-hmm. Sharks fans can make the excuse the travel played a factor. So if they're closer to the Jacksonville performance and the performance that against Carolina, Albany's still going to be one of the top two teams in the league. And I can't say they're the top team until they beat Carolina. All right. Now we've got Saturday's game out of the way. We've got this Saturday's game coming up. But – I want to talk to you about a, a video you shared on your social media pages this uh, on Sunday morning. There's a very entertaining uh, media timeout segment <laughs> uh, that was being held on the field. If, for those of, for those who haven't watched the video yet, take us take us through that video or that that moment. I got to give love to the owner of the Empire, Mike Corda, and team president Jeff Levac and CP, who runs promotion, Matt Woods. The part I love about these guys, the whole executive staff, is they let Anderson Till and I be us on the air, which I cannot tell you how much of a compliment, how thankful I am that they just let us do us. And I have so much fun 
getting to talk about the experience of an NAL football game and the personalities of it, because this is what makes this league so much fun and so different because most leagues are cutting a commercial and we have commercials and we have great sponsors, but they let us be ourselves on the air. And you know me, like I get such enjoyment of having things. You don't know what's going to happen. The improv, the let's experience this whole thing together that we're watching. I I got more feedback on that dizzy bat thing than anything else during the game. (laughs) So I'm like, you know what? If other people had that much fun with the dizzy bat race, I think other people should hopefully see it on social media. And Sunday's been fun of people hitting me up and saying they enjoyed it. So let's do more of that stuff during the season for sure. Yeah, we need we need more we need more dizzy bat commentary going forward for sure. (laughs) Guys, thanks for joining me on Ten Good Minutes with uh, in the Morning Cup. Where can people find you? Where can people find your podcasts? At Tom Goz, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z on Twitter. Getting there with guys, Levac and guys, all that great stuff this summer. GodzillaMedia.com, check it out. Great content on the way this summer. Yeah, absolutely. We got a lot for Godzilla Media, lots of fun stuff coming on the way. Guys, thanks for joining me in the Warning Cup. Thank you. This spring is the perfect time to get top dollar for your trade-in with the Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer. Same day check in your hand the day you trade in your vehicle. The new vehicle inventory continues to roll in at Mohawk Honda. To follow the newest vehicles coming in, follow Mohawk Honda on their Facebook and Twitter pages, as well as MohawkHonda.com. All of Mohawk Honda's sales and leasing consultants will work with you to find the best vehicle for your budget and lifestyle. Visit Mohawk Honda on Freeman's Bridge Road in Glenville, New York this spring. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. And I want to thank Gaz for giving us 10 good minutes to go over last weekend's Albany Empire game. Again, this Saturday, they'll be in San Antonio. We'll have a game preview sometime later this week. Let's get into what I'm going to call Monday Motivation. And this is the first of what I hope is many Monday Motivations. And the idea of the segment came from my days as a sports chaplain. For those of you who don't know, I was team chaplain of the Albany River Rats for two seasons. And for the Albany Devils for seven seasons, mixed in with two summers with the Tri-City Valley Cats. And every week or so, I'd address some members of the team and give them an inspirational message from the Bible. I know many of you don't attend church or have an aversion to spiritual matters or religion. That's okay. Some of my motivational messages may or may not come from the Bible, but this is one of two things I know in my life. Sports and the Bible. And I hope these little messages will motivate you to go out and do something great. In today's Monday Motivation, I'm going to talk about opportunity cost. And back in the day, I was a facilitator of a class at my church called Financial Peace University. It was offered by Dave Ramsey and Ramsey Solutions. It helped me get out of debt. If you're looking to get out of debt, I would definitely explore that option. One of the stories he told was about a man who had reached a financial goal of $25,000 in his mutual fund, and he went to go buy a Mercedes-Benz. It was a dream for this man to own a Merc, and when you drive around in a Merc, that tells people you've made it. So the man went to the Merc dealership, talked to the car salesman about the model he wanted. The man sat in the car, and he smelled the leather of the seats. He gripped the steering wheel. He could feel the power of that car. The car salesman convinced the man to take the car home. In the auto industry, if you convince someone to drive a car home, the higher the likelihood the buyer will purchase that car. So the man took it home and he looked at it in his driveway. But the more he stared at the car, the more he thought about the opportunity cost of that vehicle. The next day, the man returned the vehicle to the dealership and much to the car salesman's surprise, the man declined to buy the car. 
Let's fast forward 20 years later and the man's mutual fund had grown. He stopped at a gas station one day and he saw someone driving the same car model of the Mercedes Benz he turned down all those years ago. He walked up to the person driving the car and he asked, excuse me, young man, may I ask you how much you purchased that Mercedes Benz for? The young man replied, this car? I bought it for $4,000. The man said, thank you. And he walked away. Now, how much do you think that man's mutual fund was? In the 20 years since turning down that Mercedes Benz, his mutual fund grew up to over $500,000. Think about some of the opportunity costs in your life. For me, it's about growing this podcast to be one of the best podcasts in the capital region. And from there, the best in New York. And from there, the best nationally. I want to make this podcast the number one listened to podcast in the capital region. What's this going to cost me? It's going to cost me nights out with friends. It's going to cost me late nights recording and editing. Although I can adjust here and there and, and do some pre-recording and whatnot. And it's going to cost me some of my sanity for a little while. But once I get to the place where I want this podcast to be, I can look back at some of the sacrifices I made and say it was a great thing. Now, the same thing applies in your personal life. One of the things I'm trying to do is lose some weight and certain things that I enjoy, I need to put aside to see results. For three months, I gave up ice cream and beer and I went up losing 20 pounds. Learning a new skill, going back to school to earn a promotion or being a better parent all requires hard work and realizing the opportunity cost to be a better person. Do some inventory in your life. See what kind of things you need to give up in order to be great at some things. And that is your Motivation Monday. I want to thank you again for listening to the Morning Cup presented by No Credentials Required. Before we leave, I just want to remind you about our social channels, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. It's No Creds REQ. Facebook.com forward slash no creds req and on YouTube, subscribe, hit notification bell for when new videos are released. You can also check out the other podcasts offered on both Belly Up Media and on Godzilla Media. One podcast in particular I want you to check out on Belly Up Media is the Sports Stove, which is a sports program hosted by Vince Stover. He goes over national headlines. He's doing the same thing as me, doing local headlines in his hometown in Eastern Kentucky, covering Eastern Kentucky University. Check that out. And on Godzilla Media, check out Sports with a T and a Z, co-hosted by Taylor Lattimore and Bryce Zielinski. Both guys I got to know on my internship at 104.5, the team at ESPN Radio. Great guys. Listen to their podcast. It's a lot of fun. My name is Ryan McCarthy. Thank you for listening to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. Enjoy your Monday. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Music courtesy of Joseph McDade. Check him out and support his music at patreon.com forward slash Joseph McDade. Be sure to rate, share, and subscribe on multiple podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Spreaker. No Credentials Required is a Belly Up Sports Podcast Network production in association with Godzilla Media. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 